reading from Philippians 4, 6, 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. start off up here. Um, I have a little something for the kids. So we're going to do, this is a college level skill here, okay? It's called take one and pass it. <laughs> all right. And then if we want to start this way, so these are for all the, the school age kids to have one. It's a sticker because we know how our kids like our stickers these days, right? So I'm Dina Patterson and I'm working on, you have my slide going up there. I'm doing the blessing for the school kids. Is it up there? Okay. So um, by the end of today, or I'm sorry, by the end of my talk here, um, I want you to, we're going to be talking about two things, and then the sticker is for the very last slide, the very last point, okay? Um, so I could hear McKaylee's uh, devotional for communion and just listening to all that. <laughs> got me a little scared, and I'm kind of, I had to get ready for today by dressing in my teacher outfit. This is my, this is what I would normally wear to school, okay? I got my keys and everything, so this makes me comfortable thinking about going to school. I'm prepared, right? Um, but getting ready for school makes me scared, and um, so are you scared? This is my question for you. Are you scared? What does it feel like to be scared? Anybody? What does it feel like um, physically? What does it feel like to be scared? Stomach hurts. I didn't hear that. Tight chest. Yes. Anything else? Fast heartbeat. Yep. I'm kind of feeling it right now with all the faces. <laughs> all right. So, um, yes, these are very very real feelings to have when you're scared. All those things are how we feel when we're scared. And it's okay, all right? Everybody feels scared. I've talked to several teachers, thousands of teachers. I'm on this Facebook page with teachers across, basically across the, the nation, across the world. And that's the thing that we're hearing from our students from kindergarten on up. Um, everybody's a little bit scared. So you guys, you're not alone, all right? know that you're not alone. But the thing is, what do we as Christians do when we're scared? Because God tells us not to be scared, right? Um, and so, what should we do? Okay, so as a teacher, when uh, I, I hear that, what should we do, I immediately go to, okay, we need a strategy for this. Okay, how are we going to overcome this not knowing what to do? And since I'm an English teacher, we also have to use the metaphor for teaching a strategy <laughs> because God tells us, um, oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> talk with my hands a lot, so it's kind of difficult. Um, so um, God tells us not to be afraid, and he tells us to ask him for help, all right? So how are we going to, what strategy are we going to use to remember this? Okay, so what I want everybody to do is take a second and squeeze everything really tight. 
make every muscle in your body just contract. And then release. How does it feel? How does it feel to have that release? Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the thumbs up. All right. <laughs> okay. So that squeeze is kind of like being afraid. You know, some of the same feelings that that pressure, the heartbeat. You you feel all that that the tension. Okay. So that's what I want you to associate with being scared. All right. And then in that release. That's you asking God for help. Okay, very simple. Please help. And then it all just kind of releases. We, le we release all that nastiness, and then the, p the peace just kind of flows in. Okay, so do you remember I said at the beginning that I had two things that I wanted you to remember? So the first one is seek God when you're afraid. Okay? You're going to be at school this week. Mom and dad aren't going to be with you. You may not have your friends with you. You may not have your big brother or your big sister with you. But God will always be with you. You can always ask him for help in whatever is making you afraid. When you ask him for help, you'll be able to release that tension. The second thing I want you to remember is don't be afraid to seek God. Sometimes at school, it's not always cool to seek God. And so sometimes we mask that because we want to fit in. Um, but if you seek God, you're actually helping him out a little bit. At least that's how I view it. Uh, because others see you leaning on him, and then they see that you have a great strategy for dealing with the same fears that they have. Okay. By leaning on him when you're afraid, you're letting your light shine. You're planting a seed for God's work to grow. You become radiant. Okay, next slide. So now we're going to talk about that sticker that I handed out, and hopefully everybody got one. If you didn't get one, let me know. I can print one up for next week, okay? So the uh, scripture that you have says to, says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. Never. Okay? So take that sticker, put it on your locker, put it on your book, put it on your Chromebook. You know, we know they got stickers all over them. Um, but put it somewhere where you're going to be able to see it when, and remember that God's with you, and you just have to ask him for that help. Okay, so let's have a blessed year, kids. Thanks. So I get to talk to our parents. Sorry, parents, I didn't bring anything to hand out. Uh, this past week, my wife and I dropped off our oldest son, Kobe, in college. Uh, we did our parent orientation. We got him all set up in his dorm, took a few pictures, filled his car up with gas, 
did that final Walmart run. And then we left our firstborn in Searcy, Arkansas, hoping that he's going to be able to survive on his own. Uh, I'm just kidding. We, we actually felt really good about uh, where he was at. In fact, I'm so proud of Tara. She held it together, didn't shed a tear when we left, uh, which was awesome. Uh, but the reason that we felt that way was because during our short trip there, uh, we just ran into so many people that we knew or that we had connections to. And we know that, uh, we know that uh, there'll be a lot of support for Kobe and for all of our students here at Harding. Uh, so we felt really good coming away from that. But I still, I don't know, it's still just kind of, I can't even fathom the fact that I have a kid in college. I mean, how, how did he grow up that fast? You know, where did the time go? It just doesn't quite seem real yet. But whether you're sending a student to college or maybe you're prepping to send your student to kindergarten for the first time, back to school can kind of bring up a lot of emotions for parents. Um, some of those emotions are excitement, right? I mean, we're excited about the new opportunities. We're excited about the, the friends that they're going to make, the new learning. Uh, or, you know, if your student's been at home uh, virtual for the past 18 months, excited about them catching up with old friends, or maybe you're excited about getting them out of the house. Uh, but there's a lot of milestones that take place uh, in relation to school. All the firsts, right? The first day at school, the first time they ride the bus, <clears throat> first day in middle school, high school, Finally, they're a senior, they're on top of the school. Uh, so there's certainly a lot to be excited about. But I think uh, some other emotions that come up are anxiety. Like as parents, you know, we want to be in control. We want to be there to help them make those tough decisions. We want to make sure that they're making the right decisions, right? We also think about all those what-if scenarios. We think about who their friends are going to be. We think about will they fit in. We'll think about are they gonna eat the vegetables that I pack in their lunch? Uh, but more seriously, are they gonna be safe? What will they learn? It's hard sometimes as parents to let go. But in thinking about back to school and all the emotions that come with it, just know that our children are in good hands. They're in God's hands. I was, I was really appreciative that uh, Dara read that verse. Can we put that uh, verse back up? Philippians four, six, and seven. There we go. So do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And then going on, from, uh, moving forward from that, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So we're gonna say a quick prayer and as we uh, bless our parents as their students go back to school. Lord, I pray that our parents will not be anxious about our children going back to school. Help us to lift our worries and requests to you in Thanksgiving and that your peace will surround them. We ask your guidance and wisdom as we raise our children in this ever-changing world. Help us to see and capitalize on teachable moments and learning opportunities that will help to develop our children into godly men and women. Finally, please surround and protect our children as they navigate this school year. Amen. Have a great year.
Custodians, our cooks, our nurses, our bus drivers, our teachers, our parents and administrators. Thank you. I know you don't hear that enough. Two months ago, you ended what is probably going to be the most difficult year in education. Whether it was your first year, your fifth year, your tenth, or your thirtieth, it was tough. And it was difficult on a variety of levels. You had to deal with kids that didn't want to do any work. You had to flex and adjust between virtual learning, in-seat learning, back to virtual, back to in-seat with very little time to prepare. You were asked to do things outside the normal scope of your job. And the worst of all things is as a country, we started to politicize education and take the focus off what's really important, and that's our kids. Thank you. You persevered. You endured. And now we get to do it all over again. <laughs> I want us to read from, from Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. 
the author and perfecter of our faith, who, for the joy set before him, endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary or lose heart. I think those of us in education can really relate to, to that series of scripture. Let us run the race with perseverance. We are going to have to persevere again this year. Will it be better? Absolutely. But it won't be the same. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. When it gets hard, and it will, focus on God. When you face opposition, and you will, focus on God. I think of the words of Paul in Romans chapter 8, where he says, if God is for us, then who can be against us? I think about what Christ had to endure as he went to the cross. He was mocked, he was, he was insulted, he was ridiculed, and what did he do? He continued to sacrifice. Last year, people told you you weren't good enough, that what we were providing wasn't good enough. Kids didn't want to work, parents wanted to argue, and what did you do? You continued to sacrifice. Thank you. The great thing is this year is a new year. And we get to start new. New attitude, new mindset. New practices, new procedures. Some better, most better. Some still the same. The year will be what we make it. If we fix our eyes on Jesus... We will persevere. If we remember that God is for us, nothing else will matter. As we entered into this, this new school year, our focus needs to change. We need to get back to all the things that we forgot. I'm a firm believer that education begins and ends with relationships. Relationships with our kids. Relationships with our coworkers, relationships with parents, administration, and within the community. If we build relationships, good things will happen. Brian, throw that quote up there, please. Your smile is your logo. Your personality is your business card. And how you leave others feeling after having experience with you becomes your trademark. All too often in education, you know, what we know and what we, we hear is what people have told us about others. Teachers, you're getting ready to have 30 new kids in your classroom. Don't rely too heavily on what the, the teacher from last year said about your kids. Don't worry about that. It's a new year. People change. Kids make mistakes. 
your colleagues make mistakes. We can't focus on what happened last year. We have to move forward. And that starts in our relationships. Think about our relationship with God. I mean, I've given God a million reasons not to love me, but not a single one of them have changed his mind. Love your kids. Love your coworkers. Be a light. Be an example. How we treat people matters. The success of your classroom, the success of your school is dependent upon how we interact with one another and how we make people feel. And as Christ, regardless of how he was treated, continued to sacrifice and continued to love, we too are called to continue to sacrifice and continue to love. You think about the story of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a tax collector. He was, he was a terrible person. He had a terrible reputation. When Jesus went to, sit with, to go to Zacchaeus' house, what did the Pharisees says, say? Oh, there he is hanging out with sinners. And Jesus didn't care what other people thought because he was here to change the world. Use your influence in education to change the world. Your interactions with people, the way you treat your kids, the way you treat your colleagues. Love people. I want to end with this verse from Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 through 6. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. God bless you. Good luck this year.